like a rushing wind, like a wave of fire. However you want, however you want, come like a rushing wind and like a wave of fire. Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach, a man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind-blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now here's your host, Ajiman Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into today. Episode. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the patrol in the Dimuas, I would tell you, now I'm sorry, now I'm so. Unim, sir, if ye have yet ye need ye a man, young coupon, hallelujah. We honor God in the reading of His word. You want to rise up to your feet this morning? In the name of Jesus, John chapter 12, verse number 23. John chapter 12, the verse number 23. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. I want you to take note of the word glorified. glorified. The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Tell your neighbor, produce much grain. 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 Sit down on the head of your enemies without any apology. Hallelujah. Amen. The title of my message this morning is Debt. 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 But not the woe that we know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, if I say that, I'm not talking about the human body dying and then you cease to breathe. When I talk about death this morning, Jesus Christ said something. He says that most assuredly I say to you that unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and it dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. And so the death I am talking about even this morning is also you can say sacrifice you can say denying yourself i am talking about the death that has to do even with our work with god even in this kingdom that we find ourselves in and so jesus speaking even to his disciples he tells them that listen the time has come 
even for the son of man to be glorified and unless the son of man is put even into the earth you see unless he dies inside of the earth he is going to remain even alone and nothing good is going to come even out of him and so Jesus uses the grain or the grain no Emma Unipa, hallelujah. And he said, What kind of next verse now? See, he who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life, even in this world, will keep it for eternal life. And so, Jesus Christ wasn't talking about just a grain of wheat. Unipa ewasem se until se yebe wuno enya dia yebe timi enya niye mebi e free onyango pongo until se yebe wuno enya dia niye mebi be timi abemu ivimpo amaya and so when I talk about that I am talking about laying aside one's personal interest I am talking about laying aside one's personal interest or well-being for the sake of God's kingdom. When I talk about that, I am talking about laying aside your own personal interest or your well-being for God's kingdom. Se me kan owua me pesa me chirese se ude o adie bi a wanka sa wo hwehwe na wo pe se ude beto ho na wo be pa wo ho ama onyankopon asafo no that is the death that I am talking about. And so Jesus Christ is trying to tell you and I that there is a need that we die even to self. And there is a need that we lay aside even our personal interest and our well-being even for the sake and the cause of God's kingdom and so Jesus Christ speaking in Matthew chapter 16 the verse number 25 Jesus said to his disciples he said that assuredly I tell you that if anybody cherishes his life that person is going to lose it and whoever that loses his life for my sake is going to have it and so a lot of us say you know, sometimes when, especially when we are being advised, say, you to your phone, say, yeah, yeah, maybe I will be say, oh, I am a life. Let me live my life the way I want to live it. It 
is a very wrong statement for a believer to make such, you know, to pass such a comment that it is my own life. People of God, when you come into Christ, Jesus becomes the Lord of your life. And so you have no life to yourself. That is why the Lord is saying that unless we die, there is no way we will be able to be glorified. Unless we die, there is no way we will be able to see the life that God wants us to see. You and I know that death is very painful. I mean, some of you have had encounters with car accidents and you saw how some people were breathing their last breath, how they were suffering. I mean, I, I have, you know, had the privilege to be at the point of like death before. Hallelujah. I mean, my, uh, my mother used to remind me a lot, my mother and my big sister, how some years ago or so, I was very sick. And then I was admitted at the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. I slept in the hospital for days. And that was the first time I saw my father crying. My father looked at me and my father was crying. Sir, I was at the point of death. It was a very painful experience. I'm telling you, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't. That would have been the end of my life. So that is not a pleasant thing. That is very painful. And the same way if we want to walk with God, and if we will experience this death that Christ is talking about, it is going to be a very painful experience. I'm telling you, Christianity is not, you know, uh, the bread and butter and the happy life, you know, celebration, jubilation. I mean, that is not all that Christianity entails. You have to die if you want to be a vessel that God will use. You have to die if you want to see God manifest himself through you. There is a need that you die. And so Jesus said that the hour has come for the son of man even to be glorified. But you see, for the son of man to be glorified, there is a need that he dies. And so in this kingdom, God doesn't glorify you if you don't die. If you can see the manifestation of the goodness of God in your life, there is a need that you die. There is a need that you give out something. God will take something out of you. He will take some things from you in order for him to be able to trust you and then trust you even with certain things. And so if you don't die, there is no way you will be able to see the goodness of God even in your life. The scripture says in the book of Psalm 126, the verse number 6, the Bible says that them that sow in tears, they are the people that reap in what? Joy. And so if you have not come to the point of sacrificing your life even unto God, there is no way you will be able to reap certain harvest. 
Listen, things in this kingdom that we are in, they don't just happen. It is not automatic that God must bless you. I mean, the scripture says that for God has blessed you and I, even with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. The blessing has been released already. But how many of us are able to actualize this blessing? To see it even manifest. It is because oftentimes we have not died. That is a painful experience. It's that that them that sow in tears until you saw your life at the point of death where you know that something has left you. Forget about reaping a certain joyous harvest. And so in the kingdom of God, everything is not a gift to salvation even for you to be saved you have to do something for you to be saved you must accept the lordship of jesus you have been saved free gift of righteousness fair enough everything is not a gift some things are rewards and there are some rewards that you can never get from god until you have sown your life in tears until you have died even to yourself until you have died even to certain habits until you have died even to certain characters until you have died even to some kinds of attitudes until we die there is no way we can reap a certain harvest until you sow there is no way you can have a certain harvest you see, life itself is not fair. Life doesn't give you what you need. Life knows that you need money. Life knows that you need money, my sister. Life knows that, you see, at night when you sleep, I mean, you are feeling cold. And you need somebody to keep you warm. Life knows it. But life is not going to give you your need. It will give you what you deserve. If you don't deserve what you need, it will never come to you. That is why oftentimes we will come to church, people will pray, 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 and then nothing will happen. I'm telling you, if you have a farmland, the farmland knows that there is a need for something to grow even on the farm. But until you sow something even on the land, nothing is going to spring forth. And so you will not get what you need. You will get what you deserve. And what you deserve is what you have sown even on that field. And so in God's kingdom, some things don't come automatic. There is a need that, you see, we sacrifice our lives. There is a need that we die. Until we die, we cannot see the glory of God manifest even in our lives. Jesus said, I believe in the book of John chapter 10, I think verse 25 or so. Jesus said that, my father loves me because... 17. He says that my father loves me because I laid down my life. 
So even for us to attain a certain kind of heart, you see, don't let anybody deceive you that we are all the same. We are not all the same. I'm telling you. <laughs> don't let anybody deceive you. The volume of my death and the volume of my sacrifice will determine my level and my ranking in the spirit. So if you have not died to anything, don't expect to rub shoulders with somebody who has died to something. We are all children of God. He loves us. But there are some things that you will require that you won't get. Because you have not died to some things. So the father loves Jesus because he died. Because he dies even to self. Because he lays down his life. Listen, God wants us to lay down our lives. God wants us to die to some things. God wants to show us his love. But some kind of love, I remember some years back, I was, uh, when I was in the university, I was there and then the spirit of the Lord opened my eyes and I saw the Lord was, he had done something great in my life and I asked God, I said, God, why don't you let this thing happen now? He said that you have not gotten there yet. If it comes to you, you will mess it up. And so God loves us. He wants to give us some things. But until we get to the point of death, there is no way some things will even come to us. A lot of us get the prompting even from God to give up on certain things, to die to certain things, to die to certain characters, and then we still hold on to it. Sometimes because we are afraid that if this thing leaves my life, how am I going to survive? Listen, until you die to a certain thing in an area of your life, you will be deprived of a certain blessing in that area. And so God might be telling you that give up on this relationship, die to this relationship. And you see, because maybe the guy gives you money, or because he does something for you that nobody does for you you might be holding on to him and that is how God can deprive you of your marriage if God doesn't even deprive you of that marriage the devil himself can even deprive you because you have decided to be disobedient to God and anytime we become disobedient to God we yield to the authority of the devil So when we tell God that God, this thing that you want me to do, I'm not going to do it. I will do it my way. God relents and then he decides to watch us. He's a loving father. He can come along the way and come and rescue you even from that path that you are going to that he knows that is wrong. But you see, sometimes the consequences that comes even with our disobedience to God, sometimes it becomes too late to rectify them. And so God wants us to die. He wants us to die to this flesh. The flesh profited nothing. This flesh is so deceptive. 
if we continuously yield to this flesh I'm telling you it will lead us into things that we don't want it will cause us to do a lot of things that at the end of the day we will begin to regret I want to talk about three areas of our lives that we need to die to three major areas of our lives that we need to die to first first John chapter 2 the verse number uh, 15 through to 17 the Bible says that uh, it says that first John first John chapter 2 the verse number 15 to 17 Okay. It says that love not the world, neither the things inside of the world. For if anybody loves the world or the things in it, the love of the Father is not even in that person. And then he went on to say that for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of this world. It says that the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, these things are not of the Father. And so he says that love not the world or the things inside of the world. James chapter 4, the verse number 4. The apostle James said that, do you not know that anybody who loves the world is an enemy to God? And so if these things are of the world and we love these things, we love the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. I have categorized them into three G's. The gains, the girls, or the guys, and then the glory. The gains, the girls, or the guys, and then the glory. The gains has to do with the money. The girls or the guys have to do with, you know, our uh, immorality and all that. And then the glory has to do even with the prides of this world. And so Christ, even speaking through the Apostle John, you, you know, he was speaking to the church. Or say, the, the last of the flesh. The last of the flesh. God knows that this flesh desires a lot of things. He knows. He, it is God himself who wired the flesh. He made the flesh. But Paul said something, Romans chapter 12, the verse number 1. It says that, I beseech thee therefore, brethren, that you present yourselves even as living sacrifices unto the Lord. He said, I beseech thee therefore, brethren, that you present your bodies as living sacrifice unto the Lord. This is the act of your spiritual worship. And so one of the first areas that God wants us to die to is this flesh. He wants us to die to the flesh. And so he wants us to present this body even to him on the altar. The altar of prayer. The altar of sanctification. He wants us to present ourselves even on his holy altar. He wants us to die. To this flesh Colossians chapter 3 the verse number 5 it says that put to death therefore amongst your earthly members 
It says that put to death, put to death, put to death, put to death even from your earthly members. Verse 5. It says fornication, malice, evil thoughts, and all. These are all things that has to do even with the flesh. And then the apostle admonishes us. Listen, until we die to this flesh, it will be very difficult for us to see the manifestation of God's glory. Until you say you or see put to death your members that are on this earth, your body put to death. This body, this body wants to be doing lobby lobby with boyfriend. This body wants to sleep. I'm telling you, some of you, your death is that you have to wake up at midnight and be praying. That is your own sacrifice. That is your own death. This body wants to go to places that it desires. But the word of God, God says that we should put to death our members that are in this body. This body wants you to commit adultery as a married man. He knows this body, you see, it wants a lot of things. I'm telling you. That's why the apostle Paul said that I put my body even under subjection. I beat my body and I put it under subjection so that after I myself have finished preaching the gospel, I will not be an outcast. This body desires a lot of things. Your body desires to masturbate. Your body desires to watch pornography. Your body desires to do a lot of things. But he said that put to death. There is a need that we die to this body. The body desires to go to certain places even in this Christmas. But it says that put to death. I'm telling you. Listen, until we come to the place of sacrifice. I'm telling you, there is nobody who is doing well in this kingdom, on this earth, who has not sacrificed something. And the depth of your sacrifice will determine what you receive even in this life. There is no star that doesn't have a scar. And that scar is what you die to. There is a price to pay. There is a price to pay, people of God. There is a price that we must pay. There are some prophecies that they will never manifest. I'm telling you. Until we pay a certain price. There is a price nothing comes cheap in this kingdom you want the anointing there is a price to pay you want the power there is a price to pay he says that you have to die there is a need for us to die the second thing that we have to die to is the pride of this life the pride of life You see, the scripture says that it is appointed everybody. Listen, everybody will leave this earth. Every, we will all die one day. 
And so the way you have become bossu and you are acting as though you are not a human being and you are a superhuman being in your workplace, you know, in the church. The pride of life. People can't come close to you because of pride and arrogance. Listen, until we die to pride, God cannot exalt us. Wherefore, he says, I believe in James chapter 5, verse 6 or so. He says that, wherefore, he says that he gives more grace even to the humble. And he opposes the proud. For God exalts the humble. You want God to exalt you? Come down. I'm telling you, come down. No matter how much money you have, you will die and leave the money here. No matter who you are, your position whatsoever, I'm telling you, you are not going anywhere with that position. When we all stand before our maker, we are naked, we are nothing. The reason why you can't forgive the person who has wronged you is because you are proud. I'm telling you, it is pride that will make you hold on to something when somebody has done you wrong and says, Media, media, and I will need me, media, and they will never, and I will see us. from a different place into this house and you want to do your own thing come down if there is a blessing in this house i'm telling you there is a kind of spirit that runs from our father even in this house it's the spirit of humility i'm telling you so if you are not humble here forget about it there is no way you can enjoy some things And so come down. And I made you a McQuarr, sorry, dear. And I, you know, her brothers near you see, and her sisters near you see, and I see. And you won't have a pepper, why not, young copper? And you're a ban and bear my beware. I was talking to a lady, and the lady said, own your time or see any I've stopped going to church because if I go to any church I go to the guys like me now brothers never now eh and I'm in it you any idea uncle Pedria pillar no no uncle Pen and they are not my class you see some of you the, the, the reason why you are where you are is because of the pride of life that has dominated your heart. A lady said something. She said, "Oh, see me there. Say, oh, you bear mana unji, bear forty thousand Ghana cedis. Me fa unya shiro. Namishra. Listen, the pride of life, unforgiveness, bitterness, all these things are pride. The reason why you can't forgive your husband." For what he did to you 
the reason why you can't forgive your wife the reason why you talk to your husband and your wife anyhow is because of pride the pride of life you know but in your home the way you are dealing with your mother in your home the way you are dealing with your colleagues in the office the pride of life the final thing that I talk about is that we have to die to money we have to die to money there is a need that we die to money if you can't sacrifice your money to God I'm telling you there is no way you can see through riches Matthew chapter 19 the verse number 21 and Jesus said to the young rich man it says that if you want to be made perfect go and sell everything that you have and give it to the poor and come and follow me and as you follow me you are going to receive even treasures in heaven you see we are so alive to money I'm telling you we are so alive to money we find it very difficult to give money you are very stingy I'm telling you and we listen to all kinds of things and that is how a lot of us you see and some of us too we are doing all kinds of things even for money Paul said to Timothy he said that for the love of money is the root is the root cause is the foundation of every evil a lot of us our hearts have entered into money we can give up on service we can give up on church because of money we can give up I'm telling you listen until we die to some of these things until money you understand that you have no money on your own and you are just a trustee God cannot give you true riches you cannot receive some treasures even from heaven some of you God speaks he speaks to your heart continuously come and do this in the church and you are looking at your circumstance and you are looking at you know your current situation and everything and you are telling God that God if I release this money I'm going to starve to death listen there is no way that God will tell you to do something that he won't do anything for you if God demands a seed from you, it means he has an harvest even in mind for you. I'm telling you. I remember some months ago, the Lord spoke to my heart and the Lord said that I should give out an amount of 8,000 Ghana cities. And then, I mean, you're seeing Shultos were for more day. Ghana is very difficult. And I obeyed the voice of God and I went to release the money. Mommy, I was there the next day. A friend of mine, one of my guys, by the special grace of God, I ministered to hear back years back. The guy called me. He said, Osofo, I want to come and see you. Sir, when the guy came, he brought me more than the money I released. And so you see, sometimes God wants to do something, but He wants to test your heart. If you can't give me your Isaac, 
I can't make you a father of many nations until you die to you know the glories of this world until you die to money until you get to the place where money is nothing to you when God is he, he desires when God acts and you are releasing until you get to that place I'm telling you there is no way you can see and enjoy a certain realm of the goodness of God in your business any area of your life rise up to your feet I'm telling you, some, some, sometimes when I hear people, people say, Listen, <laughs> there is a way God can speak to you. Master, the voice of God is not easy like that, oh, Mama. I'm telling you, me, I know, I stand on this altar of my father and I say on authority, I know, I can never be broke. Never. I can never beg. I can never borrow. Never. I'm telling you, never in my life. Never. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the first time God told me to give my money, every money I guarded, I went to carry all the money, my former church, I went to drop everything on the altar. I said, God, this one is for you. I'm telling you, there are some things that by the special grace of God, I don't struggle to get. I'm telling you, for a long time, I've never bought a shoe with my own money. For a long time, I've never bought a, from everything, this, that, whatever that I'm wearing, it was given to me, free. Every sneaker I wear, it is a gift from different people. There is, listen, you cannot give your God your best, and he will give you his worst. If you die, even to the things of this world, he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And he will add all the other things even unto you. He knows that you have need for money. He knows that Ghana is difficult. He knows that this and that is what is happening. But he says that if you will follow me, if you will sow your life on the altar for me, I am going to give you everything that you desire. If you will die even to self, if you will die to pride, if you will die to the lust of the flesh, if you will die to the pride of life, if you will die to money, I will entrust you with things beyond your wildest imagination. There is nothing too difficult, there is nothing too big, there is nothing too hard that God cannot give you. If he did it for the patriots, he will do it for you and I. If he did it for Esther, when Esther decided that if I perish, I perish, he will do it for you. If he did it for Abraham, when Abraham was willing and ready to sacrifice his child, he will do it for you. If he did it for Jacob, when Jacob wrestled with him and he broke a part of him, he will do it for you when that part of you is broken. If he did it 
for the apostles when they sacrificed their marriages when they sacrificed their children when they sacrificed everything he will do it for you and I as well don't be too cliff to money if you can give your money to my bet and you can't give your money to church God is the judge the Lord is looking at you if you can use your money to stake lotto and you can't give your money to God God is the judge the Lord is looking at you if you can give your money to women and you can't give your money even to push the agenda of God God is the judge the Lord is looking at you but if you can give God your everything God can give you his everything without denying you access even to anything he says that let us follow even through patience with them let's follow them who through patience and faith obtain the promise if we follow the line and if we follow the pathway of our fathers if we follow the pathway of the major prophet the Lord will reward us if we follow God even as the pastor even follows him the Lord will reward you and I the Lord is calling us to death death to yourself death to that pain death to that unforgiveness you must die to something Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-